Welcome to the Just Live Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Stevens, and I'm inviting you in on my personal journey of learning and discovering how to live a life with more connection, joy, and purpose. I'll be sitting down with people from all walks of life to dive into topics including trauma, mental health, mindfulness, the nuances of love and relationships, and much more. I hope these conversations empower you to expand on what serves you, release what doesn't, and just live. Hello, welcome back to the Just Live podcast. I am your host, Olivia Stevens. You can call me Liv. And before I jump into anything, I just want to say thank you to anyone who listened or watched my first intro episode, to anyone that messaged me, called me, commented, shared it, anyone that subscribed to the YouTube channel or subscribed to my podcast, anyone that wrote a review, anyone that said anything or (laughs) made any contact with me, thank you so much. You don't know what that means to me. I really actually can't put it into words. And if I try to, I'll just start crying. (laughs) So let's not do that right now. But I just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, It really means a lot to me to feel that I even connected with one person. Um, That's really all I hope for. I wasn't really sure where to go from that, even though I have so many topics that I want to talk about, things that I'm going through, working on, experiencing, but it's kind of hard to really decide where to even begin. And I guess... The last episode, the intro episode, I kind of talked about what I was currently struggling with and working through. So I feel like for these solo episodes, I'm just going to be doing that (laughs) Um, because I feel like that's just the easiest thing to talk about. Um, And I, I, yeah, so um, we'll just dive into that. So the last episode, I briefly shared that I had gone through a breakup and that I moved back home to my mom and stepdad's house. And I could say with certainty that that has been a really big struggle um, for many reasons. So I kind of wanted to talk about this concept of home, what it means to be home, and what I have come to learn and realize these past several months being back at my parents' house. Last January, January 2022, the guy that I had been seeing, my boyfriend at the time, him and I actually bought a house together. Um, And that was really exciting, obviously. I finally got to experience what it was like being a home buyer for the first time. You know, I've helped people buy and sell real estate for the last 10 years, but I I never truly understood what it meant to like go through the process as a buyer and just the excitement and the joy that you feel. <sighs> signing all those papers. Maybe I shouldn't do this. 
signing all those papers and getting the keys. And um, yeah, I just never quite got it. You know, you don't truly realize what it means to someone to find a house and to call it home. And um, we were so excited. We hadn't lived together before. So we were excited to stop going back and forth and packing the bags and staying the night and all that, finally having a place, you know, that we could both call our own. And it was almost everything I wanted, you know, when I was thinking back to what I was hoping to find when we were looking, you know, I kept like writing down in my journal and kept saying like, okay, if it's a townhome, it has to be an end unit. It has to have a lot of natural light. It has to have a lot of windows. I want it to be near the water. I want it to be like upgraded and modern and clean and very like aesthetically pleasing <laughs> and um, like a sense of calm throughout it. And that's exactly what it, it was. I wanted an open floor plan. It had an open floor plan. I wanted hardwood floors. It had hardwood floors. I wanted like a big, nice master bedroom and it had that. I wanted double sinks in the primary bathroom. I wanted a tall shower with two shower heads and it had that. Um, it had all these things that I wanted. So we were really happy. The only thing we had to do was paint it. So we painted it all white. And then I spent, you know, the next, we both spent the next several months, many trips to Home Depot, many trips to Home Goods and Target and all the home stores, decorating it and making it how we wanted. And then I found out that my boyfriend had cheated on me. And it wasn't a question of, whether or not I could stay and work it out. And I will talk about this more in another episode. But I knew that I had to leave and leave this home that I had spent so much time and effort and money and work making it what we wanted and making it my home, my place that I live, you know, my safe place. And, um, with everything that had gone on, finding out about the infidelity and dealing with all of the emotions that come with that, I didn't feel like I was in a good place to rush into another living situation. So I didn't want to sign a lease. I had already rented prior to buying the house for like three and a half years in the city. I was paying a lot of money in rent and I just didn't feel like I was in a position to jump right back into that. And I also just mentally didn't feel comfortable jumping into another place immediately. You know, I was staying at my mom's house during the beginning of the breakup and it was like, okay, this is just where I'm going to stay for the time being until I figure out like what my next step is. Um... Jesus, I didn't think this would make me this emotional. Clearly, I'm like, what have I been dealing with lately? <laughs> um, 
So I've been staying, Jesus, God, I can't even talk about this. Okay, so I'm gonna like keep trying to like pinch myself so I don't just continue to cry. I'm okay, everyone. I just feel very deeply. Another episode. Anyway, so I've been staying at my mom's house and of course that's challenging for the obvious reasons. One, I'm 32 years old. And in our society, we have an idea that you live with your parents until you're 18, you go to college, you move out, you get a job, you get a house, maybe you have some roommates, you work, you save money, you get another house, blah, 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 and you just go on. And then you meet someone, you fall in love, you have a house, marriage, kids, whatever, whatever. So uh, now that I'm back home, obviously I'm facing that stigma or that idea of how we think our life is supposed to go. So I've been up against that. I've been up against living with two other people that are my parents, (laughs) whom I love, but also everyone has their own routines. And I am somebody that really appreciates and values alone time to kind of decompress and reset and separate like myself and my energy from other people's thoughts and energies and feelings. I've had to work through going from a house that was decorated exactly how I wanted, organized how I wanted. The wall color was what I liked. It was aesthetically pleasing. You know, it had all the colors that I like, very neutral, very minimalistic, very calming to something that is different than that, you know? And I'm sure anybody can anybody can relate. They go to their parents' house or their grandparents' house or a relative's house or even a friend's house. It's maybe not what you would choose for yourself. It's maybe not um, what you would create. And so I've been dealing with that as well. So... I've been on this kind of loop of being really frustrated and really down about living in this house. And so I've been struggling with feeling disorganized, feeling not centered, not aligned, and feeling like I'm just scrambled and screwed up. But I realized that I cannot manage my emotions and manage my thoughts and my feelings in this environment, then it doesn't matter where I go. If I can't ground into where I am and be more powerful than my environment, my environment is irrelevant. So I've been realizing that home is not where you are. Where you are is home. Your home is inside of you. And that's 
what needs the attention. That's what needs the focus. You could paint all the walls. You could organize everything. You can change the countertops. But if you don't fix and work on and heal what's troubling you from the inside, none of that will matter. And so I've been working on learning to understand my emotions and the thoughts that I have about what I'm experiencing and understanding how I can change them because changing your thoughts will change your reality. Started reading this book and I'm not very far along so I can't give you a lot of insight on it, but it's been fascinating. And it's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Basically, our routine of known thoughts and feelings perpetuate the same state of being, which creates the same behaviors, which creates the same realities. If we want to change our reality, we have to think, feel, and act in new ways. Thinking and feeling the same way will continue to create the same circumstances, which will cause you to feel the same emotions the proverbial hamster wheel. The more you think about your problems, the more you will create more of the same problems. If you continue thinking and feeling equal to the circumstances in your life, you will reaffirm that particular reality. So if I want to change my reality, I can't continually say, I'm so frustrated with this, I hate this, I don't wanna be here, blah, 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 blah. Because my thoughts are going to keep producing the same result. If I keep putting out negative thoughts and thoughts of feeling stuck, then that's what is going to be produced. And that's what I'm going to keep creating is places where I feel stuck or situations where I feel frustrated. It's okay to feel frustrated or unhappy with a certain scenario or situation in your life. But if you get stuck in that loop, and nothing changes about those thoughts or feelings, nothing's going to change in your circumstances. So I think anger and frustration and sadness are all valid. And I think that they're there as a message. You know, if you want things to change or you want things to be different, let those feelings serve as inspiration to make changes or to do things differently. It's not about suppressing them, but about managing them and responding in a way that's going to bring the results that you want and the changes that you're looking for. And that is something I'm working on. Um, finding the balance between feeling at peace and content with where you are and who you are, but also if you want your reality to look different, take steps to grow and to evolve and to be where you want to be. But as long as you're stuck on this wheel and this loop of negative thinking, things in your life are going to be negative. And you're not going to be happy with your home. You're not going to be happy in your relationship. You're not going to be happy here. You're going to have to move here to get better. And that relationship to find something better when really it's like you're carrying around the problem. You know, if you can't heal that, the answer is never going to be found in your environment or in any external factors. It has to come from within. 
So that's what I've been working on lately is learning what I can control and manage and work through. That way my reality looks different. There's always going to be circumstances that are thrown your way that really maybe send you on a detour or send you in a direction that you weren't anticipating, such as moving back home with your parents. And as frustrating as it might feel, there's nothing wrong with it and there's nothing to be ashamed of because that's just part of your journey. It's part of my journey and it's there's a reason, you know, for this redirection. There's things to be learned from it and there's always an opportunity to find something deeper, you know, in in this really appreciated people that have connected with me in the last six months and have shared the same thing that whether it was currently or at a point in their life that they had to move back home. I really appreciated that. It's definitely given me a lot of perspective on what's important, you know, like it doesn't matter what the walls look like or if you have that gold anthropology mirror, (laughs) it doesn't fucking matter. If you're not happy inside and you can't, you know, be in control of your emotions and your responses and, and how you show up every day, it doesn't matter where you're waking up because that's always going to be with you. So just remember that home is not where you live. It is not your address. It's not where you lay your head down at night. It is not the fridge with all of your food. Home is here. And if that home's foundation is in shambles, it doesn't matter what the home you live in looks like. It will never make you happy. And yeah, I think that's it. So (laughs) thank you for listening. I hope this helped somebody. I'm excited to continue to invite you in on what I'm currently processing and working on and working through and dealing with. I know we all have something that we're struggling with or working on. So please remember that you are not alone. And I look forward to hearing from you and hearing your feedback. Thanks. (laughs) Bye.